Storm Bowling Products. The Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Paul Wolf. Paul was recently named the head bowling coach at Avila University in Kansas City. Paul, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin. Thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. All right, Coach Wolf. Avila University recently named you the head coach of their men and women's bowling team. You guys are starting from scratch. First off, talk about that process for you in, in taking this position and then where do you begin when it comes to building two bowling teams? Well, it all started, it, it, it kind of started in a weird way. Uh, they started, the Avila University started by looking for a facility to use. So the, our athletic director uh, just got online and Googled nearest bowling center. And it turned out to be a place called the Aaron's Family Fund Center in nearby Belton, Missouri. And it happens to be run by a very, very good friend of mine who actually uh, worked for me uh, for several years when I, when I had a pro shop here in Kansas City. And so he went out there and, and looked at the facility. And uh, he uh, started talking to Mike. He said, you know, we're looking for a head coach. Would, would you be interested? He says, you know, I've got a lot on my plate here, but I do know a guy. And uh, so Mike called me up and said, would you be interested in doing this? And, you know, I wasn't at the, at the start. It wasn't anything that was on my radar. Uh, and uh, the more I thought about it, the more it kind of intrigued me. And I, you know, and I, so I called a really good friend of mine who happened to be a USBC Hall of Famer. And, uh, you know, he's Team USA and, you know, just this really smart guy in the bowling industry. And I said, Steve what should I do here? And he said, are you crazy? You have to take this. He says, it's, what a chance. What a, what a, what a opportunity this is. And so I, yeah. I was working for a friend of mine, uh, in his pro shop and, it, you know, because of COVID we had to shut down. So I really wasn't doing anything. And I thought, you know, I'm not getting any younger. Let's try something different. And that's kind of how I fell into this. And, and one of the things, you know, uh, as I've mentioned here, you know, my wife, Marcia, she bowled for University of Florida. I bowled for Wichita State myself. And I've always been such a huge fan of uh, collegiate bowling. But uh, but uh, that's one of the things that Marcia has always expressed, you know, to me. She's like, how cool would it be to be, you know, to kind of go back and experience, you know, collegiate bowling uh, again, you know, from the coach's side. But one of the greatest things that she said and one of the things I love about college bowling uh, if you've ever been to a college bowling tournament, the amount of uh, energy and excitement and enthusiasm uh, inside the bowling centers, for me, it's kind of like no other. And, and it just reminds me of even, you know, Wolfie, when we had those collegiate tournaments back at Samstown or Showboat. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. you could just, you could feel the excitement in there. Yeah, it's it's nuts. And what's funny is the, the day I went into interview with, with RAD Sean, uh, the uh, – softball coach comes into the interview and he's this big dude. He's from, uh, I want to say he's from Arkansas or something. He's got, you know, he's always got a dip in his mouth and he's, he's just a good old boy. And he says, you know, he says, my buddy, 
made me go to a bowling tournament once, to a, to a collegiate bowling tournament once. He goes, and that was the craziest thing I'd ever seen in my life. I said, <laughs> and he says, he says, I can't wait till you get started. He goes, those are a blast. He goes, I never had so much fun. It's something else. There's really no no other way to describe it. And then you're gonna you're gonna be able to be right down there in the in the bowler circle, uh, and you know, right there, part of it, uh, rooting on the team. And that's got to be got to be super exciting. But you're starting from scratch. You know, you're starting starting with kind of a blank slate here. So what what were your once you did find out that you got the job? What were your your first two or three steps or moves here? Well, uh, when they when they gave me the job, they said, okay, go recruit. Okay, well, I've, I've never done that in my life. So they handed me a laptop and said, go recruit. So I'm kind of figuring this out on my own. Um, and what's really making it kind of hard is, uh, you know, there's a lot of good junior programs around, around the Midwest and, and around here in Kansas City. But because of COVID, I can't go watch. I can't go talk to anybody. I can't go watch when they have their high school meets. There's no spectators tournaments there's no spectators so everything i'm doing is online and so far uh i've i've found uh, a few kids and we're getting it kind of started very slowly um but it's it's kind of moving along and it's getting to the point now where the high school season's ending and the word's getting out that there's a new program here in the midwest and uh kids are starting to call me which is kind of cool well, yeah, and then Paul, being in the industry, you know, thirty-five-year bowling veteran, yourself out on tour, uh, participating and everything, leaning into people to help you, I'm sure that has to be a nice feeling too. That bowling is—it's one of those commit, you know, real tight-knit communities where you can reach back out to people. And once the word of mouth, like you said, gets out there, before you know it, you're going to have resumes, of, you know, stacks of resumes of bowlers, and you'll be. The, uh, you know, you'll have a JV team before you know it, basically. I said, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'm still, I'm still working. I'm finding five <laughs> for each squad right now. So, but, but yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. It's, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of friends that are, uh, since they, you know, are no longer bowling on tour or, or doing it, you know, whatever they're doing, they have, they have started coaching in college. You know, one of my best friends is Charlie Tapp. Uh, Charlie and, and Marlis at Aquinas have, have really built that up. Cheryl Kessler and Jerry Kessler at Baker, which is very nearby me, uh, they've really built, Cheryl especially has really built that program up and they're very successful. Um, that is, you know, Cheryl, Cheryl and Jerry and I are now big, you know, we're, we're rival. I wouldn't say we're rivals, but we're competitors. And, uh, you know, I was in their wedding. I've, I, I've known them for almost 40 years, you know, so, but it's, it's really cool. Cause I, I can call Cheryl up and ask her anything. And it's, it's been really, really helpful. And, you know, you've got, like you said, now that you're in the same area, there's probably going to be a lot of similar players that you're both, uh, kind of gunning for. Um, uh, so it might be, you know, uh, a little bit of a challenge. Do you think it's an advantage, uh, Knowing them so well personally, if you're you know going to be going for the same and recruiting the same kind of local player, you know that's funny you say that because just the other night uh, I had been corresponding with this uh, commented on something that their high school team had done on Facebook. She goes, "Well, I'm trying." I go, "Well, I'm trying too." 
<laughs> she said, okay, <laughs> may the best man win. I said, and she said, you know, she says, what you can guarantee, what you can guarantee them right now is they're going to, they're going to bowl. She says that she may not bowl for me for a year or two. So, you know, I have that advantage right now uh, over a lot of programs that if a kid wants to come to me, they're going to, they're going to get playing. That is a good point. You know, a lot of good players uh, do shoot for some of the bigger name universities and they may be on the, uh, the JV team or maybe not even make the team, even though they would have a good chance of competing in every tournament at a smaller university. Sure. You bet. And when it comes to you coaching bet. philosophy, what are, what are some of the things you're going to be focused on and, and maybe going to be some of the, the, the values that you guys have there? Well, our Avalon University is we're, we're a private uh, Catholic university, and it's kind of conservative. I wouldn't say it's, you know, very buttoned up. Our athletic department's pretty loose. But, uh, you know, we're, we're very much into, you know, sportsmanship and, you know, treating everybody right. And, and my philosophy as far as coaching goes is you're going to learn something from me. You're going to get mentored a little bit. And uh, we're not going to – I'm not one of those guys that if you come to me, uh, I'm not going to break your game down to the ground and then build you back up. That's just not going to happen. Uh, what's going to happen is we're going to take what you do well and make it better and correct some of the little things that you're not doing quite as well. So it's not going to be that all, you know, intensive. And I and, and I hate to use Nebraska as a as an example, uh, but you know, it's it's we're going to do it this way, and this is the only way. And it's worked for them. And and you know, you can't argue with their success. I mean, you know, Bill Straub and Paul Klemp have been doing it for how long, and been very successful. But that's just not the way I think or work. Uh, you know, I, you, you take what you do well and you make it better. That's just the way I look at it. Hey, I'm going to go off on just a little different direction here real quick, Paul. So 25 years ago, uh, we were just putting together an article very recently here. Um, and it's a, the article is a Where Are They Now article, and we did one with Don Scudder. And 25 <laughs> years ago, he actually had one of the most impressive years in amateur bowling uh, in, in my lifetime, at least. Uh, he could put up some other rival years with Mike Newman when he won four Eagles in 1990 and the super hoinky um, victory there. But, you know, Don Scudder, he won not only International Eliminator for $100,000, uh, but then his team set the all-time team all-events record at the Open Championships, which was just called Nationals there. And he had actually brought up there that when he bowled singles and doubles, that he had crossed with you. And you were there bowling. Uh, you were crossing part. Do you remember that? And, and what was that like? I, of course I remember like that. I was, I was the, uh, their sixth man was Jerry Kessler, not the Jerry Kessler from Ohio. And, uh, I, I was his doubles partner. And so I had a front row seat to that strike fest. It was unbelievable. Uh, especially, I mean, you had, you had Don and then you had the Pollard boys and Bill Spigner and, uh, Jerry Kessler and, they did nothing but strike. I mean, the, the Pollards came out in doubles with 290, 290. It was, it was just amazing. And they, they never stopped the whole, the whole six-game set. And they bowled real well in team two. It was, it was just, uh, you know, it was fun to be a part of that. So, Paul, one of the things me and Steve also like to 
discuss or, or get someone's thoughts on is the mental side of thing and the mental game of bowling. Do you have any thoughts on how that's going to look for you guys and who you might lean on as as sort of that that mental uh, mental game coach and and uh, and someone who may help you or, or what your philosophy is regarding the mental game of bowling? Well, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, what uh, which it's funny you bring that up because one of our associate coaches is going to be Brad Miller and uh, when he's not competing out on tour. And Brad has really, really improved his mental game uh, in the last year or so, besides his physical game, which I think is phenomenal. Uh, so he's going to be, you know, uh, talking to the kids about, about the mental game. And, and you, know, you know, we're just going to have to see what we get as far as the personalities and how we handle each different personality. So I'm going to have a lot of, of brand new kids that haven't bowled as much, especially on the boys' side. On the girls' side, uh, the ones that I have uh, talked to and are real close to signing all have some good tournament experiences. Uh, experience. And the and the on the on the boys' side, not as much. So I think that's going to be more critical. And I think honestly, uh, you have to work on the boys' mental side more than you do the girls most of the time anyway. Well, I will second that because I can tell you in Wichita, you know, it wasn't just a matter of putting, you know, the five individual uh, physical games together. There was a lot of the mental side and the strategy and, and really even the teamwork, like what you were talking about seeing the Pollards do there in uh, Salt Lake City when they had that uh, still to this day record-setting performance. And uh, when you can get everybody, you know, working together and communicating and, and pumping each other up, um, you just kind of see that whole atmosphere and that kind of aura change, and then that's when the real success happens. Oh, of course. All right. Well, Paul, want to thank you for being here today on the podcast. Very much uh, appreciate you making some time. You got, probably got a lot of things you, you need to get uh, get going on, so we appreciate your time, though, and sharing some insight with you guys, and, and always great to interview someone, and and and, uh, and thankfully, another uh, a collegiate bowling just seems to be growing by leaps and bounds, and you guys are getting there in the Midwest and Kansas City area, just proof of that, so uh, thanks for joining us, and all the best of luck as you get things off the ground there. Well, thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate it.